0: What's up, Geekscapers? Hey, before we get into the episode, I just want to say real quick that my audio is a little blown out at the beginning. Um, I do catch it eventually and fix the problem, but uh, the beginning of the show is a little rough. Uh, I do apologize for that. Uh, I was on my mobile rig at the time, so um, I don't have as much control over it as I do in my studio. So um, uh,
1: let's go and check out the episode. And you know what? You talking about Final Fantasy VI just made me realize that I'm pretty sure that Kefka's the mayor of Flint... (laughs)
0: Geekscape Games Podcast. This is Level 63. The Great One returns. That's right. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. Uh, If this is your first time, then we talk about the news, games we've been playing, and the community responses. Um, We're all about video games, not like that phony show, uh, you know, the real Geekscape Podcast, where they pretend to be gamers, but they end up talking about. Just really bad, uh, obscure movies for 45 minutes. So uh, <laughs> oh, we're the real gamers here. Yeah, because the,
1: the thing is, the main show, you never know what they're going to talk about. So they might talk about something that you don't care about. But you always know with us, you're going to consistently get crap. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're,
2: we're, we're consistently like below average. <laughs> game, three game. episodes of crap consistent crap talk <laughs> GeekScape games we do the bare minimum <laughs> that's a shirt that's, which is, which that's is why we exclusive. just
1: yeah which is why we just started uh filling in the outline like 10 minutes ago <laughs> 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 well this week's been kind of
0: weird with news um like I tried to think of what happened um and I was like pulling up blanks then Juan came in with all this awesome Nintendo news um oh yeah Juan's back everybody
2: uh I don't want to gloss over that uh-huh. um uh why were you gone for a couple of weeks? What happened? Um, I had a baby. Really? Yeah. You had a, I didn't. I didn't realize you were married. I bet being in labor must have been <laughs> <to> hell. <laughs> well, uh, labor for me was waiting, but my wife had a little bit of harder of her time. <laughs>
1: just just, <laughs> just, just, just a, a little.
0: Did you? Uh, did you hand out cigars? No, uh,
2: no. Uh, I was. You know what? I expected to be. I've seen a bunch of cartoons and movies uh, where the guy paces. And he has like a tie that's really loose around his neck and he's sweating profusely. And then a nurse shows up and gives him the news that it's a boy, it's a girl here. I was there for the whole show Um Ugh. and I got to cut the cord. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. I took I took uh, my uh, <laughs> Halo 2 laser sword and uh, <laughs> just just went up and down that bitch. Boom. Welcome to Earth.
0: took something that i thought was like absolutely like terribly disgusting and i uh, made it funny oh my, my microphone is peaking like a motherfucker hold on we do this shit live on geekscape games podcast so you know their unprofessionalism is li- is real
1: <laughs> our genuine unprofessionalism
0: all right we'll knock that down a little bit and see there we go yeah now i'm not completely like peaking well maybe i don't know i'm a loud talker so well it sounds a- it sounds a lot
1: better <laughs> Why you, we spent 15 minutes like debugging my mic, and like, oh, it sounds fine. Now it sounds better? I never said it sounded fine. I said that it still sounds like crap. It just doesn't sound as crappy as before you tweaked it. And I don't, <laughs> then we just started talking about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Nintendo has a lot
0: of news coming out. Um, there's a replacement for Club mm-hmm. Nintendo. Uh, and uh, what's the name? Like, My Nintendo? My Nintendo.
2: That is correct.
0: Okay, so tell us all about your Nintendo. So my one.
2: Nintendo, not yours, and not yours, and not theirs, but my Nintendo. Uh, what it does, it takes your uh, Nintendo Network ID, uh, and if and remember when the DSI had the ability to connect to your Facebook account? Yeah. No. Yeah, I yes. still have my DSI, and it's still connected, so I could take pictures on my DSI and as long as I have a internet signal. I can instantly upload my pictures to my Facebook account if I wanted to. I With its half a, a megapixel. Half a megapixel. But what they're doing is you could take your Nintendo Network ID, it takes your Facebook account, if you wish, your Twitter account, your Google Plus account for the people who still use that. And no. I don't think no. anybody ever and used and that. It's what parents tell their kids they can use because nobody really uses it. They have to worry about their kids on Google Plus. But...
0: <laughs> There's no online... No, but like a Google lot Plus. of Disney
2: XD stuff. And so, so <laughs> you can... It takes all this and makes it into one account that you could use access from your smart device, device, PC, and of course your Wii U. The Miiverse that has been around since launch or around launch of the, the Wii U has its um, own like interface on your smartphones, but it's not a dedicated app. And I think what Nintendo for a while has wanted to do is make Miiverse something that you can access away from your Wii U. So on your phone, you could connect and, you know, share tips with your friends, something I guess they've wanted since they gave that sizzle video of the Wii U where you had a guy look, trying to get to a certain a place in the game and he had to contact his buddy. So what's happening now, what's something you could already do with PlayStation Plus, you can buy a game, I guess, um, on the internet and have it uploaded instantly to your console when you cut home.
0: Oh, wow. So kind of like how, um, I, I don't know if, I, I would be remiss to say that. The Xbox doesn't have this feature, but I use that feature with yep. the PS4.
2: It, it's just the convenient.
1: Time. The Xbox has it too. I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah, so it's about time Nintendo gets on board with this. So let's say Star Fox comes yeah. out later this year, or as as long as there's no more delays, Zelda Wii U is out. You could just buy the game and have it waiting for you when you come home from work or come home from school. And well, you didn't, you, uh, you didn't hear that Zelda Wii U got pushed to the NXT to, to the NXT. To has been Balor for the yeah. title. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Oh. yeah i fucked that
1: ju- i fucked that L- joke L- no. links links taking that nxt title <laughs> shit
2: because i was listening to you and your wife talking about wrestling <laughs> just Fuck. for that i have to make link in my wwe 2k16 roster <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh going back to this uh so the one thing that that club nintendo suffered from and a lot of d-bags did myself included was you would just go to gamestop open the case take a picture of the code was in was in there and redeem the points when you got home but now to earn points you have to either play games which should be for most for most people or you get points for buying the game so it actually rewards people for making purchases that are either the full retail games uh or online purchases um, so I don't know if there's a code that's going to be on a receipt, um, but I think this may be where you buy the game. And I think once you put it in your system, there's a unique uh, ID on the disk or something and it connects with. I really don't know how this is going to work. Of I could understand digital purchases, but how about if you buy like physical purchases? Is there going to be another code or is it going to sync up automatically with a unique ID on the disk? I'm not sure exactly. and They didn't give any details of how that's going to work. But what you will get with those points are digital content like DLC. You'll get discount coupons. You'll get um, a still original merchandise. So that cool like uh, Luigi's Mansion model that they handed out last year or two years ago, and that one reward they gave like four years ago with uh, Mario, Luigi, Bowser, like it looked like a giant amiibo. Remember that, jo- Josh? Yeah, they're still going to oh, yeah. give stuff like that away. And I'm looking at the picture. That they've released in um, earlier this week, and it seems like they're going to give away faceplates as well for um, the Nintendo 3DS, the newer one. I
1: was like, I was like, what? What takes faceplates? Yeah, the, the XL doesn't <laughs> take it. That's what Nintendo's been at. That's what Nintendo of America has been asking yeah. for a year now.
2: Um, and so you'll be able to buy software on a website, have it on your system, or even on your 3DS. You can put uh, have it waiting for you when you get home. But I would imagine, let's see, if you buy it. And then not, as long as you get a Wi-Fi signal out of Starbucks or something like that, it'll automatically download. So it looks like it's a step in the right direction. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear more of this, especially how it works with the NX. Because I'm sure that's – the, <laughs> the NX sends the T. Uh, but uh, I'm really excited because it, it seems now finally Nintendo has joined 2009. You know? <laughs>
1: so, uh, <laughs> well, I mean – with all this talk about the NXT, though, I would give anything for them to debut it at E3 with like the demon carrying it in his <laughs> mouth and just crawling it, crawling across the stage and just throwing his arms up in the air. That with would the be NXT that would be awesome if his... it was
2: the demon Ganondorf, you know, like like <laughs> that, that, that would work really well, like just him as a tag team. And would gear him be. Tyler oh, absolutely. Reeves? Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. 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 So is there,
0: um, uh, they closed Club Nintendo out last year. Is there going to be, like, bes- besides them getting rid of the codes and giving more perks, um, is there any, like, standout features from this that really got you excited?
2: I just like the fact that it, it seems that you can have everything just connected as one, where you have your Facebook, your Twitter. Uh, I, it looks like Nintendo's looking to get more in touch, like, with just social media in general. Because I like the idea of meverse, and Meverse is still being used by a lot of people, maybe not as much as it should be, because I, I still actively what it does now, you could put screenshots and make like a diary of your game experiences. So like if I'm playing, for example, Legend of Zelda, I don't even have to ask for help. I, it's just for me, really, like my journal. Well, today I went to you know the Zora Waterfall and I was a little surprised. I like what the developers did here. So it's kind of like you're doing your own commentary on the game. And you can share this diary with your friends or just the public, so it has a lot more uh, features. You know, you know. If you haven't used Miiverse in a while, you may want to go back and check it out because they have updated it and added some enhancements since probably the last time you checked it out. So it's not just something where you could just draw a little crappy cartoon or, you know, have people spam like ridiculous comments. It's become more of an area where you can actually talk about the game from a developer standpoint or just like as a fan. But I, I really wanted it to have its own dedicated app on my smartphone so I can see what my friends are playing. So kind of like on uh, the PlayStation 4 has an app like that for my phone where I can see who's on. I can see what they're playing. I would love to have something where if I see Josh is play, or Derek is playing Mario Kart, I get a notification on my phone. That way I can go on and, and play with them because the one thing I don't like about the Wii U I don't get a real time update of what my friends are playing unless I click on the friends list. I True. don't know who's playing what and I can't just seamlessly join a game. So like on PlayStation, play four. If I see Shane, if you're playing destiny, I can like, Oh shit. Okay. You're playing destiny. Cool. I'm going to get on the game right now and I could join you right away. I cannot do that with the Wii U. So I'm hoping the NX, it absolutely has to have a feature where I can seamlessly join my friends games.
0: And that's a, 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 Uh, that's something that always like completely boggled the mind was there was no notification of friends getting on. The only time I I saw that feature was um, on the 3DS. It would glow orange and then you'd have to like back out and see what friend logged on.
1: Yeah. And with the Wii U, I think it does show you, but it shows you if you're like ran, if you randomly hit the home button. So it's like you hit the home button and it'll say the king of Mars is online. That's it. But if you never hit the home button, you'll never know. But I mean, as far as the My Nintendo thing, like the biggest thing that I'm hoping for, which they haven't or unless I missed it, but they haven't mentioned whether or not your purchases are going to be able to be linked to it or be able to if you're going to be able to redownload your purchases through it. Because I think that's one of the biggest complaints that people have had about Nintendo. And that's one of the biggest, like most valid ones, because like you said, Juan, about finally being in 2009, but I mean, I remember that like the original Xbox, like the little bit of DLC that they had, it was like I wouldn't just lose it if I uh, if I bought a what new it. What it appears is
2: that you will have your previous purchases honored, so you can re-download that. So, so assuming that if I'm reading this correctly, uh, whatever the NX ends up being, uh, and, a, and like some kind of new piece of so- uh, hardware for to complement the Wii U or something completely new, anything that you bought for the Wii or the Wii U in, in terms of the shop you'll be able to re-access again through the NX.
1: Right. And then I'm, I think it's interesting, too, that they're going to let you kind of, like, get credit through actually playing the games. Because I know that was an idea that Sony was kicking around when they were first trying to implement trophies. And I don't know if you guys remember reading that, but they wanted to make it so that your trophy level would earn you, like, rewards. But they, of course, ended up scrapping that. But Because that, um,
0: that, I, when I first got into the 360, I always thought that your gamer score was, like, microsoft points and i'm like oh if you did really good in games you wouldn't have to pay for xbox live oh dude. And, then, and then i wish
1: yeah. <laughs> everybody would but have then I thought of like avatar right. avatar the last airbender would have been the highest selling game yeah. of all time on the xbox 360 <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: um but then but then i realized that something like that could be easily just like farmed like it's you can get games like avatar that you can get a thousand gamer score on level three of the game for christ's
1: well, one thing that I liked that some games ended up doing eventually was like certain achievements would be tied to like Avatar clothing or like a theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I do remember that. So, I mean, that would be cool. But I am kind of sad to see the codes go because like Juan mentioned, I was one of the people that would like take a picture of the code <laughs> and just redeem them. But you cunt. But I, I could at least say that I had honor <laughs> among thieves when I did it because I would only do it to used games because I figured if it's a used game. And someone traded it in and didn't use the code, they didn't give a shit. And then when people would take them from new games, I'd be like, you monster. <laughs> you have a really weird like
0: uh, um, barometer there.
2: Oh, but the one thing I wanted well, to mention uh, about the NX, because I know we could talk about this all day, but we have stuff that we have to mention uh, get through in the list, is that I wouldn't be surprised in the weeks leading up to it that this is going to implement YouTube gaming to some degree. True, uh, okay. Yeah, because it seems like uh, both systems have a way for us to stream and share clips really quick. Mario Kart 8 had that, but it was a little bit cumbersome to actually get something uploaded. It would be nice if the NX had an ability where you can actually stream in real time the gaming sessions you have. Because imagine games like Smash Brothers, which would do so tremendously well if you had that ability to just broadcast your gaming. And if that's the direction, if Nintendo goes that yeah, direction, but- I guarantee you that'll make the NX far more appealing to a generation where every most people want to have a Twitch channel, they want to stream, they want to, you know, they want to make themselves known. So I think if you give the players the ability to broadcast their gameplay, it, it would bring in a new, whole new crop of gamers. In
0: I, I do know that like the one thing that I, I remember most from the PS4 announcement was they were like the share button. Instantly start streaming, and, and that blew my mind. And I've I've used it a few times on the Geekscape um, TV Twitch, um, and it's it's super easy. And I, you're right, you absolutely. If Nintendo brought that feature out, it would be it would be a huge reason for people to jump on board. Absolutely intense. Um,
1: Earthbound three might be coming to America. I guess technically it'd be Earthbound two. What if yeah. we were going by Earthbound? Well. M- Wait. So wait, wait.
0: What's the difference? I'm, I'm confused. Is there a difference between
1: Earthbound and Mother? Um, only in the sense that Mother One never came out here, so Earthbound One was Mother Two. So technically, if Earthbound, if Mother Three would come out, it would be Earthbound Two. I'm just being stupid. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, then, um, is this is this a rumor or is this like speculation? Like, is there any like any truth to this? Because all all I saw was just just. Um, Oh, gross! Sorry. Uh, all I saw was headlines blowing up, and like I have absolutely no interest in Earthbound or Mother. Um, I, I find the games completely boring, um, so I've never played more than like a couple hours in them. So,
1: what is going on? Um, well, f- according to the story, uh, there are sources within Nintendo, and of course, so it's in the rumor territory. So, I guess take it with a grain of salt. But they're saying that they do have sources that. Are claiming that they are going to release it this year for, uh, to celebrate the game's 10 year anniversary. To, and to think, I don't even realize it's been out that long, but yeah, I mean, it seems like forever that the audience has been asking for it. And we know from that robot chicken sketch <laughs> that they're well aware that we want Mother 3. So Wait, wait, yeah. 10
0: year anniversary?
1: Mm-hmm. It, came it came out, out in 2006? the Game Boy Advance. Yep. Really? Yeah, it was a Game Boy Advance game. Huh. Just goes to show you that I'm completely <laughs> unqualified to be a
0: host of this show.
1: <laughs> what? Well, I- well, you, we don't. As we established at the beginning, we no. don't have to know sixty-three what we're talking episodes about, to be of on
2: the continuous crap. <laughs>
1: but, um, but I guess to add a little bit more fuel to the fire, um, Emily Rogers, who has been credited with uh, leaking and um, releasing news ahead of official announcements, said, uh, "Don't be surprised if Nintendo celebrates a game's ten-year anniversary this year." So it's sounding more and more likely and we know that the game has been on nintendo's radar for a while both from lucas's inclusion in smash brothers and then being re-added as dlc um there are numerous acknowledgements of the fans begging for this game and then their eventual virtual console release of earthbound where they openly said that they were using that game as a parameter to decide whether or not they're going to release mother 3 so I mean, we've had Mother Three rumors off and on for years now, but I I wouldn't be surprised if this ended up being true. Now, um,
0: sell me this game. What, why why is everybody so absolutely like enthralled with these games? I've I mean, I, I can I can respect that some people like things that I don't like, and I can see why people would like different things, but I cannot. You're wrap already my, a head, head of the internet. <laughs> well, um, but I cannot wrap my head around this, and just don't. I mean, as far as I can tell, it's just a turn-based RPG I mean the story's kind of quirky is is there anything stellar that that somebody like me would want to get really excited about Earthbound 3 coming out
1: well my answer is gonna be kind of weird because I feel like I'm on both sides of the fence because when I first played Earthbound I only played it because I rented it from Blockbuster because it had that giant box I don't know if you guys remember mm-hmm. and that was the only reason that I rented it and I fucking hated it I had never played an RPG before at the time I didn't even know what an RPG was and I was like, this is the most boring thing I've ever fucking played. And then my neighbors who are all older than me, they kind of, I don't know, like thinking back on it, I don't know if they really liked it or if they were just fucking with me. But one of my neighbors was like, oh, this game was awesome. And he played my rental more than I did. And he was like, oh, you should you should tell your mom to buy it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I bought it. I got my mom to buy it for me just so didn't, my neighbor didn't could it play it. Like, didn't this go for like 80, 90 bucks? Well, at the time, it was, I think, 60, 70, like. I don't think it was any more or less than a normal retail release, but I don't remember for sure. I didn't pay for it, um, but I bought it because my neighbor said to buy it, and I said, "Do you want to play it?" And he was like, "No, I don't like the game." <laughs> so then I started playing it, and then I, the second time, when it was actually my purchase and not my rental, I l- fell in love with it the second time, and I guess because I knew what to expect, because like I said, I had never that was Earthbound was actually my first RPG, so. Um, and I didn't even know it was an RPG until I played Super Mario RPG, which was in the title, and thought, hey, this plays a lot like Earthbound.
0: <laughs> but, so you didn't even know what an RPG was?
1: No. <laughs> but Fucking I guess I like, t- guess what, stands out, what makes it stand out, I mean, the game, and I didn't even know this at the time, but the game is just, like, a parody of both American culture and, like, RPG tropes. So, like, the game is a complete knockoff of, like, Dragon Quest, gameplay-wise, and then just the story is so weird and out there so that keeps you into it and there is a certain level of strategy that comes off as really rewarding for like for like veteran RPG players it's not really a it's not really a great RPG to jump into if you've never played a game in the genre because otherwise it is kind of like if you don't know what you're expecting from it it is kind of boring admittedly but i feel like the story the characters and then the strategic aspect of it really do carry you through the end and like, I know, I know you said you hadn't really played it much, but Juan, did you finish it and everything? Mother? Yeah. Yeah. Cause like some of the, solu- I'm, I'm, I, I know exactly why the game came with a strategy guide because it wasn't even that the game itself was hard, but sometimes the solutions to like the puzzles or to beat certain bosses were like so yeah. fucking out there. There was no way that you were going to figure See, that out. On the
2: your way own. I could describe it, it was like, and I'm dating myself here. It was like playing.
1: You just had, you just had a kid for oh, Christ's Christ sake, so.
2: Well, then he's going to have to be dating for himself the, for a while, I'm assuming. Um, but even for the people who have kids who are in their 20s, they may not be aware of where I'm going with this. It felt like I was playing a kid no, – ver not a kid, but it's like a, an episode of Twin Peaks but with children. Holy shit, like, that's a great analogy. And it's the – especially with mother um, – there's some stuff in there that's clearly not meant for kids. Like they make allusions to things, especially with the final boss fight. Um and
0: oh is not isn't isn't the final boss like your friend actually like
1: possessed uh, or something well your friend double crosses you but he's not possessed oh why does he double cross you because he's a dick well he's possessed in the beginning and then he becomes unpossessed but he stays with the bad guy because he's mad that he got spanked by his dad because he got in trouble in the beginning of the game and he blames it on you
2: Uh, yeah this guy holds me
1: 10 out of 10 game of the year and not only and spoiler alert um, your neighbor's Jason <laughs> Todd. Um, but it's funny. I mean, anyone who's played Smash Brothers knows this, so I don't give a fuck. I'm spoiling it. But his grudge, your neighbor's grudge carries all the way into Mother 3 because he ends up being like a major villain in Mother 3, which takes place like 100 years after. And he found a way to live because he was so angry that he didn't get his revenge on Ness.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, Yeah, Mother 3, I, I've here. yet to play this game. All I've had was like Let's play videos and summaries of the game. The story seems really good, uh, inter- but not. It doesn't pander to a young crowd. Like it, yes, it has adorable little sprites, and yes, it has slapstick humor. But some of the themes that they mention, especially with and it's aptly named Mother, um, it's 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 going to be one of those stories that's just hit. Like I, there are some video games that we talked about this in the past. Those video games that just stay with us, not because of the graphical beauty of it, but just the way the characters and what they go through just hits something like endearing to us. And, and even to this day, uh, that moment in Chrono Trigger where Glenn finds out what happened to his friend, uh, the his other, not, uh, Jason him. Todd, but it, it's, and Magus with his sister. And I, I forget which final fantasy it was, but when um you go to the village and you find out like the water has been poisoned, Oh, oh that God, was six. that I had to just, I couldn't, I I remember just putting the controller down and just saying out loud they, like they killed his like they killed his baby you know the, the, I mean I would, it I, it struck me so hard because I never experienced that and wasn't expecting that from a video game to get me that emotionally rot and mother three from what I've read has those moments and I I'm really looking forward to just playing the whole experience like I yes I kind of have an idea of what happens but I want to live I want to live that in the game.
1: And you know what? You talking about Final Fantasy 6 just made me realize that I'm pretty sure that Kefka's the mayor of Detroit. <laughs> I mean, of uh, Flint. <laughs> oh, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Oh,
0: man. Um, so, uh, in really weird news, um, uh, there was a game that got crowd, crowdfunded. I'm going to see if I can find the amount of it um, that they got through crowdfunding. But um there was uh it was back in 2014 um oh shit I gotta find it. Um it was a game called Ant Simulator that was um that is basically exactly what you think it is. It's it's an ant simulator game. And they they got crowdfunded and they had like beta pre-orders and the game like really like had everybody kind of buzzing until um earlier this week uh, end of last week it was announced that um, the game was shutting down because one of the developers spent all their money on strippers and booze. Mm. And they didn't have any money to finish making the game. Uh, There's a lot more to it. Um, Game Informer kind of... um, Oh, the Kickstarter raised $4,500. And um, uh, Game Informer has a couple of interviews. Um, One of the... um, the, the two developers that worked on it said the other guy spent all the money on strippers and booze and that's why the game's not coming out but then the other guy said no I'm backing out because we were just we're having creative differences um, it's just the the headline of Ant Simulator cancelled because money was spent on strippers and booze. that can't that could not exist anywhere else but the 2000s and on the internet like if you read that <laughs> fucking in 19 you know You'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> and I just I just think the the audacity of the people involved it boggles my mind. And it's hilarious. It's that Kent hilarious. Brockman
2: thing in The Simpsons. I, for one, welcome our new alien overlords. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'd rather play um, uh, Ant Simulator than Mother 3. Hmm. You just made two guys in Oklahoma uh, very mad. Like, like Mother <laughs> Family. <yeah>. How the- <laughs> Um, we're the mother fan club
0: and we are boycotting Geekscape games. All right. I feel like they are already
1: tra- boycotting Geekscape
0: games. <laughs> <laughs> we translated the game into Esperanto. Okay. So we are the ultimate authorities and we are, ba- we are banning Geekscape from the internet. Sorry. Goodbye.
1: Well, it would make sense. It would make sense that you would pick the ants over mother since one of the top, uh, one of the top, uh, or one of the first party members you get is a fly. That was a bee. He's a fly. He's called I'm Buzz sure it Buzz. A, it's a bee. Flies don't buzz. Bees buzz. Flies what are you talking about? What does a
0: fly do? What's the onomatopoeia for a fly? Well, you your English teacher. It's buzz. Fuck.
1: And I'm pretty oh, sure you know they say some... he's a fly too, but anyway. Uh, since we're I back on the subject the fucking... of mother, I just wanted to throw it throw this in there, but fuck the orange kid. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Fuck I the orange kid. I feel like there needs kid. to be. Like. You get to the second town and there's two inventors, one that everyone hates because he's nasty and one that's popular because uh, for whatever reason, because he's not the other guy. And so you go to him. You need an invention from one of the two to advance through the game. And he, the popular one is like, I'll make you the greatest invention ever for like a shitload of money. You pay him and then you use the item and it says that your item starts playing a song called All Hail the Orange Kid and then broke. Uh. And then you're just okay. out the money. There's actually two things like that in the game. Because like, there's this real estate agent who's standing next to a house in front of the beach. Like in front of like the, an ocean. And he's like, oh, you could have your own house with an ocean view. And it's only like an absurd amount of in-game money. And of course, I was curious because I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe you get something cool or whatever. And he's like, it has a great view of the ocean. You buy the house and it has a great view of the ocean because it's missing the back wall. And there's nothing in there. <laughs> You didn't get a residential home inspection Before you purchased the house What the fuck it's wow. not real real estate It was some scam artist so it was probably from <laughs> your firm <sperm. laughs> Hey, hey we, we abide by the realtor code of ethics And
0: I
2: take that offense <laughs> <laughs> okay, I <remember> you. <laughs> <laughs> But I was going to say The uh, orange kid ran his own kickstarter Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck You're right <laughs> At least he released a product. <laughs> it's
1: a
0: scientifically accurate MMO about dragons. So I did the Google kid, that. If you don't,
1: was the orange kid, the one who crowdfunded <laughs> the Oya. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and according to the earthbound wiki, uh, um, buzz, buzz is a bee like creature from 10
1: years in the future. Oh, ah. so what, what bee like creature. He might've been part B, bee, but yeah. fly. That's a bee. <laughs> Because <laughs> Mirror's Edge Catalyst
0: got a release date and a beta. Um, no, it already had a release date. It got a beta announcement and a story trailer. Um, the story. I cannot be more excited for this. I love the first Mirror's Edge. Played the shit out of it. Um, I, one of the achievements is don't use a gun, and I, and I always love playing games on the hardest difficulty. And I was like, I'm not going to use a gun. I'm just going to disarm. And it was there was this one part where you're in a kind of like a, it reminded me of like a chemical plant or like an energy plant, and you're chasing after the, the evil runner that who you find out who it is. Um, it ends up like being your sister or something. Um, but that whole like lead up, it took me days to get past it days because you just get shot and like instantly killed. But
1: anyway, dude, you suck. I played on the hardest difficulty. You did. It. I played on the hardest difficulty and I think I beat it in a rental without using a gun. I
0: don't believe you, but okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, so, you would uh, you, you would have been better at it if you had experienced mother and been a hardened gamer by then although i have a feeling you're playing mirror's edge being a hardened gamer in a different way
0: yes oh full circle bring it back to perversion <laughs> anyway the story trailer's out it's really really awesome i didn't realize this was kind of like a reimagining it's like a pseudo reboot like sidequel kind of thing where they're um um and uh uh like reimagining like faith's origin and you know all that stuff blah 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 um is anybody else excited about it uh, and what 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 my brain just shut down (laughs) what what would you what would you think that this game could offer in a beta and this also brings up an interesting uh, concept that the idea of demos demos are kind of going away i mean they're they're there for for some titles but everyone's getting excited for the the beta of this game this is this is inherently a single player game why call it a beta? Why don't you just call it a demo and, you know, just release it and then, you know, offer a questionnaire at the end of It's like, hey, do you want to submit some beta info? Well, maybe because uh, it's temporary. Oh, like the demo's not going to be a permanent thing? Yeah. And
1: that's it's the only thing, thing. I could okay. think. Especially if it's not, I don't know, I didn't see that whether or not it's going to have any kind of multiplayer features, but, I mean, especially if it's not going to have multiplayer features, I can only assume that it's just going to be temporary.
0: Alright. Um, uh, anybody else excited for this? Like I am, I feel like I'm
1: Talking on no, deaf no. ears? No, 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 not at all. I'm, I'm like through the roof excited for this game. I'm just not particularly excited for demos and betas anymore. Because like you said, how the demos are kind of going out the window. And I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, there I have so many other games and so little time that I'd rather play the stuff I own.
2: Right. Like I but, would rather play oh, demos. But I mean, than, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh no, go ahead. I was just say I'd rather play demos of like, uh, like stuff like little shooters like that. I'm a, like party game, not party games, but. Like your Call of Duty's, your Battlefields, your Star Wars, a Battlefront. That that I could do with demos, but if it's a story-driven game like Mirror's Edge, like I would rather wait for the finished product because I don't want to play something. It even says any progress you make in a demo won't carry over to the full retail game, so you're gonna have to play the whole thing all over again anyway. So, the, so I'd rather just wait. Hmm.
0: So there, yeah, there, there there must be some like progression then, like because in the in the old one, like there was no like RPG elements to it. You just your character was who she was so there there must be like leveling up some rpg elements or something mm.
1: and you know what um, I re- and that's good to hear because what i really lo- uh, loved about mirror's edge and it's like my favorite games usually tend to be the ones that will kind of make you kind of check your expectations in regards to a genre and like mirror's edge essentially being a first person platformer was amazing i thought and the more that they can expand on that like the more excited I'm going to be for it. And I'm already pretty excited for it. Contrary to what you and, thought at first. Okay.
0: There's, there's one, there's one game that, um, it's one game that everyone like when the Oculus Rift first came out, like everybody was modding it to have Oculus Rift support. I don't think I could handle that game. Oculus Rift because I got like seasick playing it like just straight up, but like watching like up in your face, everything like
1: flipping around. I, 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 I couldn't do it. No, I'd probably vomit like in five seconds. I was actually playing Gravity Rush, and we'll get to this later, but I was playing Gravity Rush Remastered, and I was standing really close to the HDTV while I was playing, and I got really sick. Really? Yeah. Well,
0: that's just downright adorable. (laughs) Um, Last thing on my list, which is super, super quick, um, we got a story trailer and a release date for the Doom remake, sequel kind of thingaling. The game looks absolutely gorgeous. I'm really, really impressed with um, how, how it looks. And the release date—I forgot it. I think it's in March. Oh man, what is it? Uh, prepared podcasting, May thirteenth. Uh, so <laughs> that got me excited, and it—it's really—it's uh, refreshing to see that um, single-player campaigns are coming back in a really good way. Like the last uh, Wolfenstein game that came out end of last year no multiplayer at all doom has multiplayer elements um but it's a single player game first um and i really like seeing uh uh the single player first person shooters because a couple years ago everyone said oh you're never gonna see you're never gonna be able to sell a single player first person shooter experience ever again uh and it's it's nice to see see that proven wrong because one of my favorite games um uh is a single player first person shooter experience. Like most of my favorite games are like that. So it's refreshing to see that coming back. Um, what um do you guys got anything else you want to talk about super quick? Uh,
2: yeah. Callie and Marie I'm watching it right weekend. now. Oh I, did you watch I'm currently <laughs> watching it right now. And I wish yeah. that was in Japan.
0: So so I
2: I I'm weird.
0: Uh, <laughs> you figured out episode one. And I like I like weird I like weird shit I'm a nerd but I I pride myself in being able to know when to like talk about a Squid Sisters concert around like coworkers. like just don't do that like I I have like some semblance of like social self-control
1: well in that case I'm honored that you didn't hold back to tell us about the Slatoon subreddit
0: (laughs) but I saw your article and I started watching it at work. And this girl that I share my office with was like, what are you watching? And I was like, Oh fuck. I have to explain everything.
2: <laughs>
0: so I had to explain what Splatoon was. I had to explain what hologram concerts were. And then like, and then I was like, but the weird thing is, is that they're, they're, they're all singing. But like in the squid language, so it's not Japanese, it's not English. It's just kind of weird and gibberish, and I don't know. And like I kind of had a back, I had to backpedal a little bit but like, it's kind of weird. But inside, I'm like, this is so adorable and awesome. I love it.
1: You should have just linked her to the article and said to read it.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll. 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 Uh, I'll send it to her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, um I'm usually not uh, ashamed of that kind of stuff. Like if someone comes in and sees me writing an article. Like, when I'm at work, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do this and that. And, like, it's whatever. But I got caught watching the Squid Sisters concert and was like, fuck, I have to explain everything.
1: <laughs> no, but uh, outside of that, outside of the concert, which is probably the greatest news of the week, um, just to round out what we have, Uncharted, they're releasing an Uncharted 4 PS4 that has the outline of Drake from the cover of the game on the PlayStation in, like, a silver uh, design which looks really nice but it's just unfortunate for Sony that now that the PS4 is really starting to get some good exclusive games it's going to just stop selling. Um what do you, what what do you mean? I mean that it's been selling like crazy with no games and now that it's going to have games people are going to be like fuck this.
0: <laughs> okay. I thought like you knew something that we didn't. Like to 100% market penetration, nobody else wants to play this day.
1: Oh no. Well, I mean that too, but <laughs> it's like It still fucking baffles my mind that it's been selling like fucking crazy and honestly hasn't had any real exclusive content to speak of for the majority of the time it's Mm. been out. Unless you really love Knack.
2: Oh, God, no.
1: Nobody loves Knack. And then someone who is either very, very smart or had a lot of time on their hands or both, probably both. A better man than I made a working calculator in Super Mario Maker. Which you know we're yes so we're running you know we're running kind of long so we won't go too much into detail but we'll have our uh, we'll have our show notes so if you want to check out the level and down and pull up the download code to try it out for yourself um, it'll I be imagine there.
0: it's it's probably something akin to when people were making mechanical calculators in Little Big Planet and Minecraft right
1: Pro- yeah essentially but I think like they're using I was skimming the article and it said they were using like the enemies like if you put the enemies in certain places it'll trigger them to do something to make the numbers show up the way that you want it's it hmm. i read it and it, it meant absolutely nothing to me because i don't understand it but it's <laughs> it's there um, absolutely nothing and then lastly uh, a new tekken 7 trailer came out showing off some of the new mechanics that are going to be in the game uh some of are the new mechanics um there's like a rage mode like a rage mode where you can kind of go through attacks it looks kind of similar to the focus attacks in street fighter 4 there's a more cinematic super moves nina williams fights in a wedding dress Mm. now and (laughs) the biggest take oh also there's going to be something called Tekken net where it looks it's in japanese and it wasn't translated so i don't know what they're saying for sure but what it looked like is that you're going to be able to challenge your friends to matches like through your phones and tablets like you don't have to be at your game like it's going to have some kind of weird like dedicated Tekken online server where you could just select your friends see that they're online send a message through your Tekken app or whatever it's going to be to be like oh let's play and I couldn't tell for sure but it even it made it look like that you can even have like a a ghost of your of your main like showing where it records kind of like your fighting patterns, and you can make your ghost fight your friend when you're not at home through your app.
2: Interesting.
1: So kind of like kind of like Amiibo fighting.
2: It was Essentially, like, uh, yeah. Live
1: did that. And then like, I mean, the biggest takeaway from the trailer was they showed a lot of how Akuma is going to work in the game, and it looks really, really interesting. Like, not only does he look really good because of the improved graphics, but just seeing him with hitting all of his signature moves in Tekken, especially like a Hadouken and stuff, where
0: Oh, this is Street Fighter uh, Akuma. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fucking big news.
1: Yeah. So like seeing him throwing Hadoukens and stuff and they were they even go out of their way in the trailer to show that a lot of the characters moves like uh, will like go over his fireball. So it's not like he's going to just be able to stand back and spam projectiles in a game that's mostly hand to hand. But it looks really interesting. He looks like he's going to be a really good addition to the Tekken cast, which made me even more excited for Project. X Zone Two because that's only a week away, and then we'll be able to have Akuma fight Tekken characters in there too.
0: Uh, I'm really excited for X Zone. That's going to be like a, a day or week one purchase for Absolutely. me. Absolutely, yeah, me too. Uh, um, Juan, you got anything you want to touch on that like really uh, piques your fancy? I'm
2: just worried about my checking account this month. That's that's I'm sc- I'm kind of scared <laughs> to see anything else that piques my fancy, aka drains my <laughs> drains my wallet. Because my God, <laughs> so stay away from. Oh, okay. Stay away from Nintendo. Oh, badge, no, no, that fuck that game. Wait another episode on that crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're talking about it today because I have a fucking rant stored that I kind of started before the show. All right, let's hear it. But yeah, no, I I need to hear your story because I'm fucking through with this. Even though I just played it before we started,
2: because oh, <laughs> um, I, f- I can I I like to think I have some decent skill at these games. Right, where if I see the hand as I see there's a grip on it, I'm like, all right, good, that I'm gonna get that badge, and I don't know what physics are being applied here, where all of a sudden, my claw grip becomes weak the minute it reaches its peak and everything drops oh it, it's it's insane, and I cannot stop myself. I can't stop It's like, all right, here's another buck. Well, I'll throw another buck because I really want that set. Oh, no, no, fuck that. I won't give them another fucking dime. You know, but I'm, I, I think it's like, I'm done. I'm done. But I know, like, I say that now, and then a week from now, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I threw another 10 bucks at it. Did you see the Toon Ganondorf they came out with today? Uh, toon, toon Ganondorf? There's another
1: dollar. God fucking damn it. Especially because he's impossible to get without at least, like, a minimum of all five plays. And you know yes. how it works where it's going to screw you out of it a couple times. I bet times. You the
2: NX is just a
1: fucking claw game. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that bunny, dude. He pisses me off so much. Fuck that bunny! Uh, he's, he's just okay. so he's just so happy to like steal he's your. He's the money. orange
2: kid of the twenty first century. Oh my god!
0: Um, on that bombshell, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, I thought that's what we were doing. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Well, t- uh, tell tell him your rant. Okay, so- um, wait, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on. Juan started. Oh, so Juan, besides Surgeon Simulator, what have you oh, been playing? What I've been
2: playing? Uh, yes. Not funny. I thought that was a
0: funny joke. That was a to, funny to joke. To be
2: quite honest, I'm not a lot. I've been playing a lot of changing diapers. So a real life um uh, baby mama. <laughs> Is that a game? Ma- or or, or what's, what's the called? one with the the cookie mama? But it's with the baby. Yeah, I don't baby, remember. It's but like, it's not baby mama. It should have <laughs> been baby mama.
1: <laughs> baby, baby sitting, sitting mama. There baby you go, sitting yeah. mama. Yeah, I knew it wasn't baby mama. It should have been baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> baby mama. <laughs> I feel like baby mama. Oh my
0: god! Been... The website is playing in my ears super loud. Holy shit! Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I feel like baby mama would have been a game about making the baby.
0: <laughs> That's a hot coffee mod from San Andreas.
1: <laughs> That's
0: it. So, Josh, you had an amazing badge story rant. Well, it's
1: funny that, that we... it's funny that Juan mentioned the grip thing because I I'm almost convinced that the game is rigged to make it so that you cannot like complete a, a complete certain boards with just five plays because consistently i was trying to finish i was just trying to say and this is the only time i've spent money on it uh but i was trying to get like the green the water pokemon set and i got like a bunch of free plays i think i had four and on i got everything but greninja which is what the only one i really wanted anyway from that set and he was in a perfect spot to grab and it was my last play i gripped it like as perfectly as you can it was like hooked with its tongue was like hooked within the claw so there's no way it was falling out and then it got to the very edge of the fucking thing and it just slid out for no reason. Like nothing happened to it, nothing touched it, it just fell. And I'm like, um, I was pissed. But I, the, and Shane, I don't know if we mentioned this before and I know you haven't played it. So, but just so you know, no, I've, if you I've don't. Played it, I've played it. Oh, you have? Okay. So then you know how the ba- whatever badges you got, like whatever state you left that board in stays in that same condition. But if you wait till the next day, everything resets. Okay. So I spent my dollar because I'm like, Greninja, if I wait till tomorrow, Greninja is just going to be completely buried by all the other ones. So I might as well just spend my dollar and get that. So I spent my $1 used like the first of five plays to grab Greninja. Then I moved to another easier Pokemon board. And like each time for like $3 in a row that I spent, it was always the same <laughs> thing, where like the last one on that board would just slip out for no reason. And then I would be like, well, fuck it. I don't want it to get buried again, so I'll just pay this dollar to get this one. But that's beside the point because that's not what I. W- that's not what my rant was. I was just because Juan mentioned it slipping out of the claw for no reason. So I'm glad I'm not the only one who's going through this. Um, but I was doing the new Wind Waker set that came out yesterday, and it's a really the one with Toon links like a really easy board. And I think I had three free plays, so it was um, Ooh. so it was like the last. Uh, I was using my last play. I like got the master sword, had it perfectly hooked, and then it.
0: Would, wait, like, wait, 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 the... wait! Hold on. Uh, I want to. I, I want to guess the sounds. I just heard an unzipping and then a click clack. One, did you open your three DS?
2: Maybe.
1: Ah, you, I got are, it! are you looking? Are you looking for the? Are you looking for the tune yeah, badge that I mentioned?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard a zip and a click, click. I'm like. That sounds Maybe very if I do it quietly
2: they won't see. <laughs> no, but... I try to
1: open chips in a movie theater like...
2: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry everyone.
1: <laughs> no, but fuck. So I grabbed the master sword. It's hooked perfectly. It gets over the it gets over the hole so that all it has to do is drop it. And as soon as the claw opened for no reason, it flung the claw, I mean it flung the sword to the left and put it back on the board. <laughs> And I was, it was like 11 at night and I was like screaming, I was like, what the fuck was that? And then Megan is like, what's wrong? What happened? She thought I like, something bad happened. I was like, the fucking claw threw the sword back on the fucking board. How does that even happen? It wasn't even swinging. I'm like, what? And I was just like, fuck this game. Fuck Nintendo. Fuck this stupid piece of shit bunny with his stupid jokes while he takes my fucking money away. And then I proceeded to keep playing.
0: Oh man, fucking A, bud. Oh, you're you're a fucking hoot. Love it. Love it. I imagine you've been playing more games than just that.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I was playing a little bit of Final Fantasy Explorers, which um is essentially so far it feels exactly like it's advertised, which is just Monster Hunter with Final Fantasy characters. Um it feels really easy so far because the enemies have like high like stun like stun rates when you they get hit. Whereas Monster Hunter, they usually just power through most of your attacks. Um, It feels like a be like a Monster Hunter for beginners, I guess. Like if you've never played a Monster Hunter game before and you don't enjoy getting killed and over and over again, getting frustrated. And of course, it has all like the iconic um, Final Fantasy jobs, monsters and all that kind of stuff. So it's like it's a familiar take on the genre. It's a lot of fun so far. But a lot of the reviews were saying that it gets repetitive and I could see that because if it's so easy, like I mean, Monster Hunters is repetitive, but it's kind of masked by the fact that the monsters are so difficult and they'll kill you so quick that you're always like hyper focused on it. But if the game continues to be as easy as it is, then it's literally just going to be button mashing the same monsters over and over again. But we'll see when I get farther into it. Um, but aside from that, I was playing Gravity Rush Remastered like I was mentioning earlier and the game, the game's even better than it was on the Vita. And I've said before that the that that's my favorite Vita game of all time and still is. Um, but the lock on is much improved, like in the original Vita version, when you would try to kick them with a gravity kick where which is where you use gravity to pull yourself into the enemy. Um, in on the Vita version, she used to miss like constantly, like, right when she got up to the enemy, she would just like, get nudged to the side by like nothing and just completely miss the attack. And it would get really frustrating. But that hasn't happened to me a single time yet on the PS4 version. So even though it wasn't advertised that they did anything to the gameplay and made any tweaks to it, it feels like it feels like they've like improved it in that aspect, which is the most noticeable thing for me so far. But of course, the graphics look amazing. They look even better than the Vita version. Uh, The story and the gameplay is all still intact in this way that we would have remembered it from the Vita version, but it also controls so much better because the Vita forced you to use touch, um, touch controls and motion controls in some of the cases. And now that you have the choice of either using motion or the analog stick, you can kind of choose to use both in conjunction, or you could just use the stick and it makes it so much easier to aim your attacks, especially when you're doing the sliding races where have either of you guys played it on Vita? Mm -mm, No. Mm -mm. So, there were these. Ra- my,
0: my friend Dylan absolutely loved that game.
1: Yeah, because there was these races in the original version where you had to use this technique called gravity slide, where you're on the ground but you use gravity to pull you forward, and it kind of made it so you could drift around corners and stuff during like race challenge missions and that kind of stuff. But to use it on the Vita version, you had to put like both of your thumbs on the two bottom corners of the f- of the touch while steering by tilting your Vita, and it was a fucking disaster to try to play it is i mean not a, a disaster is a bit too far but it had a really high learning curve and it was really really sensitive so it was really easy to like get snagged on a corner and or crash into a wall and to get the highest like to get the highest ranks on those challenge missions were really strict so it made it really infuriating but and this could also partially be because i played the original one to death so i was used to it but on the ps4 being able to control the sliding with the l2 and r2 buttons and um steer her with the analog stick felt so much easier and i'm just blowing through all the challenges now Hmm. so like to an extent Um, i i would like i would like to announce uh, oh finish that i was just gonna say to an extent it makes the game so much easier so it's like so i'm it's it it wasn't a long game to begin with but it's going to be even shorter i can tell because i'm not having as many deaths or as many problems with the challenge missions but all in all like of course it's an improvement for the bet it's for the better because the game is overall just like m- way more polished and refined because of it.
0: Uh, um, And I'm, I really like the physical copy and you said it was an Amazon exclusive, right? Yeah.
1: Which works for me because to... of that prime discount now. So it's like, you're getting the discount and the physical copy.
0: I would like to update. Um, I got a text from one Carlos that said, got that shit in three times. Boom. And it shows him getting a tune Ganondorf badge. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So that happened live. You're a better badge catcher live. than
1: me. It's also because I refuse to pay more than I already have. Fuck that game. But um the Oh, go, go, ahead, go, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say Smash Bros DLC. I didn't realize yep. Bayonetta came out. Yep. Both Bayonetta and Corrin came out on Wednesday. <laughs> Who cares about Corrin? Actually, Bayonetta, most people tell do her. because Corrin's like fucking amazing. Tell me about Bayonetta
0: and why she is my waifu.
1: Um well, I think you would have to answer why she's your waifu. But she's amazing, but she surprisingly even more so than ryu i feel and this is just early i haven't played with her a whole lot but even more so than ryu probably even (laughs) even more so than the rest of the cast um, bayonetta feels like she's a really combo focused character like i was fighting against other people and some of the moves like they were comboing me into the ground and then before i can recover just like jumping up in the air and like hitting me with a bunch of other attacks that way. And like the way that the way that her attacks all flow together, make her feel really unique. Like I can tell though her biggest weakness is that her smash attacks are really slow. They, they they're they the same as her like attacks from the game where she just summons a giant fist or the foot to hit people. So it has like a huge range. It has it does a lot of damage. It knocks people out really easily. But it leaves if you miss like it leaves her completely vulnerable for a really long time. And it unlike a lot of other smash attacks, like it doesn't give her protection on like from the back either if she misses. So like her down smash completely leaves her vulnerable from behind. So, but all in all, like she especially with her witch time counter, where it's the same as in Bayonetta the main game, where if you do a down B right before they're about to hit her, it slows down everyone else and just gives her essentially a bunch of free hits. So she has a lot of potential. But I was surprised with how well Corin plays. Um, it almost feels like they're trying to make Fire Emblem Fates look awesome by making Korin like ridiculously good in Smash. But his counter makes him turn into a dragon which like will kill you at really low percentages. He's the only character in the whole game that can vault with his lance like if you do his side B and you attach to the wall, like he can vault above or do another attack off of that. Um like stuff. So do you
0: do you call Corin a guy or isn't doesn't Corin have two genders? What is his tumbler? <laughs> No, I mean, isn't there two versions of the character? Yeah, but I say yeah. he because
1: the male one is the default, even though the female one looks a lot cooler. But yeah, but Corrin. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like the way that the way that she, if that makes you feel better, the way that she yes. fights, um, it's like her sword transforms into like different weapons. So every Fire Emblem character in this game in smash brothers has been a sword user even though in fire emblem of course it's like a rock paper scissors, scissors battle system between axes lances and swords and corin's weapon trans depending on the attack you're using transforms between a lance and a sword and just different things and but i think the thing that i thought was most impressive about corin was that she has like a charge a charge projectile where her arm just turns into like a dragon's mouth and it shoots a blast that'll stun them the same way Zero Suit Samus's gun does. But the best part about it is if you do the fully charged attack and they roll out of it, like the the animation right after you shoot is that the dragon's arm swings around and that it in and of itself is a hit. So if they dodge the if they what a lot of people do like if you're using any other projectile user, they'll dodge forward they'll dodge towards you so that while you're recovering from your projectile, they'll get like a free hit. But now if they try to do that with Corrin, they'll get hit with the dragon arm. And what I realized yesterday when I was playing matches is that the dragon arm is strong enough to kill people. So it's like they dodge the projectile and just essentially eat a smash attack and are and have like two ways to get killed by that move. So like I'm really, really happy with the way Corrin turned out.
0: Um Juan has to step away to do baby things. Uh-huh. So bye bye one I'm gonna mute his mic mute his mic i hope okay
1: and then, um and then the last thing of course i can't go another week without talking about it is mega dimension neptunia um the game is fucking huge it, <laughs> <laughs> i said the game not me um <laughs> but speaking of though while while we're on the subject um <laughs> uh, sisha is fucking awesome i people can't see what we name ourselves in this chat, but I always change my name every week. This week I pick Seesha because Seisha is awesome. Um, and
0: uh, and uh, one week it was absolutely miserable because everybody had different fucking names and like, editing.
1: No, and editing it was fucking obnoxious. <laughs> no, but um, so I was talking a little bit last week about how the game is supposed to be like multi-storied. Um, and this week I finished all four. Um, All four scenarios where you got to play as each one of the main characters from the previous games and their own story, which I really liked because in every other game, uh, like all the other main characters get caught in some kind of predicament. And then Neptune, the main character, ends up saving them. But in this case, everyone had their own little individual adventures that you could pick. Like you could choose which one you wanted to be. And each one had a different story where essentially each character was the protagonist and not just focused around one of them. But in the uh in one of the scenarios there's one of the enemy characters her name is Seisha, and is based around Capcom essentially and everything about her was just completely awesome to me like every everything that i like in games is she had some kind of a reference to like her outfit looks like her outfit looks like she's wearing Jill Valentine's beret with like Chun-Li's boots like a lot of her attacks are like based off of, her regular attacks are based off of Street Fighter a lot of her dialogue is based off of Monster Hunter and like her strongest attack is where she goes completely like Mega Man and her arm turns into a Mega Buster and she just starts shooting the crap out of the enemy. And then as soon as the attack's over, she just like teleports away the same way Mega Man does. And I just thought that was amazing.
0: I'm looking at the character art right now. Damn, her her boobs are quite uh, pronounced.
1: Yeah, there's that too. But I was more focused on the game. I don't know why you play. I play for the plot. <laughs> the plot. I play for Neptunia for the plot too. Uh, I think we are talking about different plots here. No, I'm, I'm legitimately saying that Neptunia has a great plot. I bet she does. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> no, but what if, I, I played.
0: It's a euphemism.
1: <laughs> no, but I played way too much this week. What have you been doing this week? Dude, it's been like, dude, I
0: got. um uh, Oh, shit. Hold on. What is that? Was it? Hold on. game. Hold on. This is going to get really personal for a minute. What is I've been playing a game of real life pipe mania is that like mario you know what pipe man- no pipe mania is that like it's an old dos game where basically you have to like connect
1: like it- do you remember
0: the hacking <laughs> scenes <laughs> in splatoon bioshock
1: pi- yes i'm sorry to interrupt you but the splatoon picture that she sent me is fucking awful
0: <laughs> it's awesome
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh slut subreddit everybody splatoon subreddit um I um pipe mania is a game where you're fucking um it's like the hacking scenes in BioShock where like you have fluid going through the pipes and you have to like line it up and like get it all you know you have to like build the pipes to, from the start to finish is that it's a, it's like a pipe game. Right. Um I've been playing that in real life cuz I went back to my place and um <laughs> the like main drain for um my building like somewhere down the line is like frozen so somebody like a few like Hangers down like let their building freeze, so everything is draining super slowly. So every time I, I like use the toilet, I have to like. <laughs> this is really personal.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I was really sick. I had really bad food poisoning. So you can just imagine how bad it was for the last couple of days.
1: You're like the third person I heard that had food poisoning this week. <laughs> uh, subway man, don't go to subway. I had subway today. And you'll you'll get diddled. <laughs> Um but
0: um I played um I finally played the DMC uh um HD remake. I finally put it in my machine my machine and played it. Um I really like the extra, the the Neo Dante skins and um uh the like the new hardcore gameplay mode where everything is just tweaked a little bit. Uh, it's, a little, huh, it's a little bit different. And then uh I've been playing um uh I got my Wii U set back up and playing uh Mario new wii u mario land 3d whatever it's fucking called the fucking wii u 3d mario land game from 2013 oh right yeah but uh that's it nothing really new uh, oh oh ah! forgot about this i can't talk about it so why but doing- i got a fire watch i got a fire watch press code there's gonna be a full interview up uh come monday
1: yes Watch that. And depending how early the show is up, while we're on the subject of reviews, I just got the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 review code, which the game's not out till Monday, but or till Tuesday, but I'm going to stream it with my poor quality stream capac- uh, ability for anyone to check out if they wanted to see the game ahead and some of like the fancy moves or uh, boss fights before the release on Tuesday. So yeah, check that out.
0: Dope, dope, dope. All um... uh, Mission Objectives. We asked you guys last week what would be a good game for non-gamer beginners, and I have a few responses. Um, hold on. Uh, Oh, shit! Okay. Um, Andrew S. said Super... (laughs) Andrew S. said Super Smash Bros. I can't agree with him at all. Sorry. Whoa. Uh, William E. said Wow, tough question. I would go with Jet Set Radio Future based on how I can still enjoy it to this day. And it has very good hand-eye coordination to learn on. Devlin C said, "Pokemon. Uh, it's relatively simple, but really deep when you start getting into it. Plus, it's just so damn fun." And then William S said, "Space Invaders." And that um, all those responses kind of like mimicked what I said. Is, you know, give him an easy like modern game, or like give him an original game like the original Super Mario Brothers. Do you have any responses?
1: Uh, yeah, I have a few. Um, our own Matt Kelly, and I think I think half of our responses are from our writers this week. But uh, Matthew Kelly said. The only game I make it, I make up, I think it meant uh, the only game I make a point to play every year Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, hashtag listen to horror movie night, which I agree, hashtag listen to horror movie night, especially because I don't. And the reason I don't um, is because I forget. So I'm sorry, Matt. I'll start. I'm going to
0: subscribe to it in my uh, my podcaster because um, I only listen to a couple episodes. I like it, but I'm not a big horror movie guy, but. Um, I like good podcast
1: conversations. So, well, Matt's in the past has said that he doesn't really like games a whole lot, and he listens to us every week.
0: I should return the favor. I don't know. Let's, let's let's subscribe to it and beyond. Pod. He's like,
1: what? Well, I think he's one of two people that does listen to this because I stopped listening to our show forever ago.
0: It's really masturbatory to listening to your own podcast. I think. Well, it's
1: only because my phone ran out of memory and it was screwing up every time I tried to down, uh, listen to the show. But I got a new phone a month ago, so I should try to start again. I actually did, and I can't find it anymore, so I don't know what happened. But anyway, um, back to back to responses. Um, Matt Rodriguez said, "Our own Matt Rodriguez said Splatoon or Maple Story." Uh, Noah P said, "The first Assassin's Creed game. The mechanics aren't overly complicated, and they would enjoy some pretty nicely sized worlds." And Ben and said Portal. Um, yeah, Portal would be pretty good. Uh, didn't didn't someone last week say Portal? Did they? I don't think I don't remember I think- that. I think Derek. Might. Maybe I just wasn't listening.
0: Um. Yeah. If you don't listen to it, you know, while you're ah, ah, never mind. I was trying to make a joke. Um. All right. This week, um, um, we are going to ask you what geeky things are you doing instead of watching the Super Bowl, or have done, or uh, do you have any geeky traditions when watching the big game? I'll let you go
1: first, Josh. Um, the closest thing I have to a Super Bowl tradition is watching the Puppy Bowl, but I don't know if that counts as geeky. Um, I used to actually watch the Super Bowl, but would watch it through the Nintendo TV app that we talked about a few shows ago. But since that was discontinued and I can't watch the stats on my gamepad while watching the Super Bowl, then what's the point? So I guess that was, uh,
0: did do they actually have like a fully integrated like like every everything?
1: Yeah, like it would show the play it would have a little football field and they would show the plays that were just ran like the same way they like Madden would draw on the thing during an actual broadcast. It would tell you what down it was, what the score was, what the clock was, who had the ball. It would put like little trivia um, icons or stats at the bottom of the screen while you could chat with people who were in the same room with you who were watching it at the same time. It was really cool. And as usual with Nintendo, they didn't advertise it for shit and no one really knew about it. And you kind of had to go out of your way to use it. So it was after like the first couple months of the Wii U being out, everyone forgot it existed and now it doesn't exist. So. Huh. I guess I'll have that to find That seems it. Oh sorry, that seems what?
0: Oh that seems amazing. Like I would I would um I would actually like really be into
1: that. It seems re- it seems very un-Nintendo because it seemed like they were ahead of the internet curve for once. Yeah. Um and then promptly dropped it. But so I guess now I'll need to find a new one because that was my geeky Super Bowl tradition the last couple of years and it doesn't exist anymore. So I'll probably just play Naruto.
0: Um I uh um I, I, I wrote an article and this is my around the site is uh, top five things to do instead of watching uh, the Super Bowl. And one thing I like to do <clears throat> is um, really get into some online gaming during big events and big festivities like this when there's a lot of people that are gonna be away from the servers and so you're really playing with like the diehard people and usually people that are like really into the game but um, can have fun with it. I, I, I always have like the best memories of like like Thanksgiving or like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Playing Counter Strike or playing like you know shooters, like getting on like team speak servers with people, um, and just having a good time. Uh, I would completely ignore my family and go like play video games with people all around the world, and um, just you always had a, you always had a blast. Um, so that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do is like I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up Rocket League uh, and some CS:GO and maybe play some Firewatch um, in in preparation for my uh, review. Uh, yeah, that's it uh like i said uh around the site my around the site is uh top five reasons or top five
1: so before we both sound like douches and push our own work why don't i say that my around the site is your list of five things to do during the super bowl your around <laughs> the site is my list of games coming out in the first half of 2016
0: Okay, I tried to find that on the front page. Like, I can't find it anywhere. It
1: was it was stickied, but it's I wrote it like on Tuesday, so it might be off the first page already.
0: Okay, because actually I was looking for that. So, yes, my around the site is is hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, the top sixteen games of the first half of two thousand sixteen. Okay, all right, that is my. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. uh, mm. Oh, yeah, I did read this because the the I didn't realize Princess Twilight HD Zelda is (laughs) coming. I botched that title.
1: (laughs) Twilight (laughs) HD Zelda. Yeah, I didn't realize that was coming out um so soon. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. There's way too much crap coming out.
0: And my Oh, oh, I also wanted I wanted to say that the Digimon Cyber Sleuth like the characters like the human characters look so out of place. It looks so weird and different than like the actual like Digimon in that yeah. That's all I have to well,
1: say. Well, yeah, and just real quick about that game, they were actually targeting. I don't want to necessarily say necessarily say lapsed fans, but they wanted they were targeting adult fans who were kids when it started. So um, oh. so it's actually they. This is the fourth game in the Digimon Stories series, but it's actually. Developed by a completely different developer, the people who made Wild Arms is the one are the ones working on this one, and it's oh that'll to, be good then. And it's supposed to have a more not mature in the sense that it's like violent, but it's a, like definitely a darker tone than most Digimon media, and it's made with adults in mind. So that's why that one really stood out to me. I'm not even a big Digimon fan, I was really excited to check it out. Hmm. And then of okay. course my around the site, as I mentioned a little bit ago, is Shane's list of. <laughs> of things that do geeky things that do during the Super Bowl because like I said I need a new one since they canceled the TV
0: <laughs> Gotta love you Josh um, that was level 63 find uh, us on geekscape.net uh, share us with your friends um, you know share us with your enemies just just share us we've been having a lot of uh, giveaways going on um, and we have a lot more planned um, and be on lookout for Geekscape TV on YouTube because there's gonna be some interesting video content coming up but i can't talk about it because it's all tentative and the person I, i'm gonna get in trouble uh i was actually <laughs> I, I was you actually trying us.
1: to upload an, my first hour of neptunia when it was still pre a pre-release and it wouldn't upload for some reason it was pissing me off that's you gotta quit stealing internet i found out my neighbor doesn't even use his own internet so i'm really not stealing it because no one else is using it oh okay Well, all right.
0: Um, Follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I'm at Shane O'Hare on Twitter. SS on
1: gaming platforms, and I'm at Inu Joshua everywhere else. And I'm pretty sure Juan Carlos is at the King of Mars everywhere. Yep. Uh, We'll see you guys back here next week. Where can they
0: find Derek? Uh, At work. Where he is right now. He's at work. Captain K23 Um,
1: on gaming platforms. D Cranavelt on (laughs)
0: seventeen. Captain K
1: seventeen. Oh fuck. Well, whatever. Just search for Captain K, and I can almost promise you that he'll be the only Captain K there. <laughs> What's his? Is that his Twitter too? No, it's Derek Cranevelt or D. Cranevelt on Twitter. Oh. He, he's only he's only he's only told you this every week for sixty three weeks now. <laughs> okay. but then again, bye he, everybody. Oh, bye. <laughs> I mean, he's also said Captain K, and I put that up, so whatever. <laughs>